surprising. Andy Koska covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Banner and uh, a surprise team last year, Andy. And now we get to the point where there's maybe some higher expectations on this team. I know PJ, as a diehard Orioles fan, certainly has those higher expectations. But, you know, the, the big story coming in was Grayson Rodriguez, who just had his debut. I'm looking at him right now at 11-1 to win Rookie of the Year. What did you think of his debut and maybe just what to expect from him short-term for the Orioles? Yeah, well, first off, thanks for having me on. But short-term, you know, you got to think his, uh, his inning count won't get – too high you know I think five you know he pitched five innings in that debut that'll be kind of the, the cap for the first maybe month that he's up here and it'll be interesting to see exactly what the O's do with the rotation once Kyle Bradish is back just because they have six guys that that basically deserve to be in the rotation right now until one of them proves otherwise maybe maybe Wells moves into a bullpen role you never know but uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see with that but but Grayson's debut against Texas he it's funny you know goes up against Jacob DeGrom and and basically matches him, you know, and that that's, that takes a lot. You know, it was, a, it was a tough first inning for him, 30 pitches, two runs against him, but then was absolutely lights out the next four innings, retired. Something like 13 the next 15, I think it was, five strikeouts, struck out Corey Seager with a nice mile-per-hour fastball on his last pitch. Uh, you take that. You know, he looked great. Um, yeah, and, and he's definitely in that talk for rookie of the year, just like Gunnar Henderson is for this O's team. What are your expectations for this team this year? Because obviously a really fun story last year where we were rooting for them to be a wild card team. But I was kind of surprised to see their win total only 76.5 to come into the season. Even Boston's win total was 78.5. I actually think they're a better team than the Red Sox. What do you think the ceiling is for this team this year? Obviously heading in the right direction, but I don't think they're going to win the AL East. But how competitive do you think they'll be this year? Yeah, definitely. I don't think they'll win the AL East either. Uh, but competitive, I think, maybe is the imperative word. I think there won't be a series that they're not competitive in. And that, that first season, the first series in Boston, you know, they lose that series, but not the end of the world. And I think they have a real chance to make a wild card playoff spot. I think that that's about the the highest they they can hope. Uh, you know, maybe build a couple wins better than the '83 from last season. Uh, I was a little surprised by the win total. I, I, you know, admittedly don't know exactly how the, you know, the, the, the masterminds behind the betting lines and stuff like that come up with 76 wins. But um, you figure a full season of Allie Rushman, full season of yeah. Grayson Rodriguez, full season of Gunnar Henderson, you like that. You had to like that. And, uh, you know, I think they only, you know, as long as, you know, nothing crazy, you know, injuries can always happen, of course. But you figure they're, they're going to at least match what they did last year, which is 83 wins, and maybe a, maybe a couple here or there higher than that, and they can put themselves kind of in that position to be a wild card team. Uh, Andy, sticking with the AL East, I actually played the Tampa Bay Rays to win the division because they had their plus 300, so $100 wins you 300, and their win total was 89 and a half. I actually thought that was a little disrespectful. I know that they don't have a bunch of household names, but I love the rotation, and the Yankees... Um, I mean, 94 and a half wins, that seems about right. Toronto, we've made the case for the last couple of years. Who do you like in the ALA and the ALEs? Do you think maybe Tampa Bay could win the division, or are you pretty high on the Yanks? <laughs> you know, who do who I do not? I love everyone in the ALEs. <laughs> that's, that's the problem, problem, right? I think, I think it, it's really difficult looking at that division and thinking, you know, that one of these teams is not going to make the playoffs. And, you know, it's, it's gonna, that's going to be tough. And I think the Red Sox will not make the playoffs. But I think the Rays have a legit chance to – win the division and uh, I, I really think they, they can it'll be between probably the, the Yankees and, and the Rays and uh, you know if you if you think like Cy Young guys that Shane McClanahan has yeah. a legit chance at at a at an AL Cy Young um, 
you know, maybe, maybe between him and, and Pablo Lopez, you know, and, and for the Twins. Um, I really like McClanahan, but what they do with their with their bullpen, you know, they have such an I, – I think the, the reason why they always get downgraded a little bit is because, as you mentioned, the household names aren't there. You know, they don't have, you know, stars on big contracts, and they do their rotation a little bit differently with, you know, some guys are – they're just going to be pitching three innings, and then you, you know, go over to the bullpen. But it works. You know they get they they win a lot of games and I think uh, I think they'll prove you know people that you know they're a force to be reckoned with in in this AL East and I wouldn't be shocked if they ended up you know doing pretty well uh, doing pretty well this year but it's gonna be it's gonna be quite a race between Toronto and uh, New York the Yankees and uh, Tampa Bay and we'll see and, and somewhere you know the O's will finish you know you, you don't know exactly where but maybe the O's can in, can kind of get a third place in there they can mess around get third place fourth place you don't know um it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out but it's such a good division is there a chance they call up more of their top prospects at all this season for the o's yes yeah i, I think uh at some point this year you might expect colton Kowser. uh phenomenal spring training he had um Really, he can play all three outfield positions. Probably projects long-term as a left-field, right-field kind of guy. Uh, great bat. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if at some point this uh, this season he's up, especially if at the trade deadline the O's decide, you know, with, with a guy like Austin Hayes in arbitration, maybe they love, you know, to kind of find their, their deals. Maybe there's a way to, to use Austin Hayes in a package uh, and you bring – you know, a Colton Kowser up to be basically the everyday left fielder. That's that's possible. You know, it's it's entirely you know it's entirely possible also that they stick with with the group they have. They love the group they have right now. These 26 guys, uh, 27 if you you know include IL you know injured list with uh, with Bradish. Um, so yeah, I mean they definitely they definitely have uh, they have the talent in the farm system. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we, if we saw if we saw uh, Colton. I think it's a little bit early for Heston Kerstad. He Talking about phenomenal spring training, Heston had a phenomenal, phenomenal spring training. But you know he hasn't he hasn't played above the high A level yet, so I think it'll be a little bit longer for him. Yeah, this is what happens in baseball when you build up that farm system. All of a sudden, they all start coming up, and you're going, "Wow, this team's suddenly really talented and really young." Oh, then they have to pay for everybody. Uh, talking to Andy Koska, Bet MGM tonight. Hey, what is your thoughts on the uh, the early results from the rule changes we've had? You know, there, there's. I, I guess as a as someone who's at the ballpark every single day, I don't mind leaving 20 minutes earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know when it's when it's uh, you know the pitch clock is helped in that in that aspect. Um, I don't think. How do I say? I guess in in September when games become you know when the O's are going to be playing, possibly like games that really impact the wild card race in September and you know even late August. There's going to be moments when the crowd gets on their feet pitcher staring down the batter you're gonna you know you want that those tense moments to really have time to to percolate you you want the crowd to get loud and i think with 15 seconds on the, on the clock there's gonna be less time for those really you know really you know hyped up moments to to kind of build up the way they the way they did in the past and i think we'll miss that at this very moment you know in spring training i loved it is so far six games in the season I, I've, I've liked it enough um i don't think uh I, I don't think in, in postseason it should be a thing. You know, we'll see what they do there. But I think that just, you know, I think in big games, the pitch clock doesn't really need to be a factor because imagine a guy in the World Series strikes out because he didn't get in the box fast enough. That would be unbelievably bad. That would be terrible. 
So I really hope, you know, in those big games, it becomes less of a factor. Uh, we'll see what happens. But um, at least early season, I like it. Still 156 games to go, but a good start for the Angels, 4-2, and two, and the Rangers, 4-2. and two. Do you think this could finally be the year maybe uh, anybody wins the ALS other than the Astros? And do you think also if the Angels do fall apart here, any chance they move Otani at the deadline rather than lose him for nothing in free agency? Yeah, I actually wouldn't be shocked if Otani left at the deadline. Um, and and I, I do think it's still the Astros division. Jordan Alvarez is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, one of the, you know, unbelievable home run hitter. Um, I, I still think the Astros are the, are the Kings in the AL West, and it's gonna it's gonna continue to be that way. Um, I'd be, you know, the Rangers are an interesting uh, interesting team. You know, obviously I was just down in Arlington for three games, so saw them, you know, firsthand. I love the top like five, six guys in their batting order, and then the bottom is like, ah, you know, what's going on here? You know, so it's it's a little bit, you know, they have a little bit of a drop off, but it's it's an interesting way they built that team with throwing money at Jacob DeGrom, you know, throwing money at Corey Seager, you know, they have a lot of talent. And I think that talent could make them a wild card team. Um, probably they're going to be competing with the O's down to the wire, probably for, for who gets the wild card. And, um, but I don't think, you know, obviously anything can happen in, in baseball. That's why they, that's why it's such a good sport. That's why the Suns just do games. But uh, I think it's still the Astros division in the long haul. Yeah, that's how I think most people feel, unfortunately. I'd love for them to get caught cheating again just so we could say they cheated and still didn't win a clean World Series. But, hey, that's just a personal thing for me. Uh, you know, there's there's always, like, one team, maybe two sometimes, that takes that next leap. The Orioles Cubs. took uh, uh, certainly – no, not your Cubs. Your Cubs are they not going to – They might. Gonna, Dansby uh, Swanson, MVP candidate. You know what? I wanted to know what Andy actually feels about this. Oh, sorry. I was not sorry, asking Andy. you, Ryan. Andy, since Andy's our guest, what's the team that you look at and say, all right, they're set to make – that next big jump, that next big leap, whatever you consider the next big leap to be. Yeah, I think the Twins. Um, you know, they, they show, they've shown flashes. I really think they legit have they have a Cy Young candidate in Pablo Lopez, and they have an MVP candidate in Byron Buxton. And I think uh, you know, if, if the rest of the pieces come together, they they could be a team that makes a deep run in the postseason. Uh, that's I think that's that's really what I look for them to do. Um, whether they can do it is a different story. You know, we've seen them kind of disappoint the past couple of years, even though they have great players there. Um, but I, I do think, yeah, I, I would say the Twins is probably my pick as, as a team that takes that next step and, and really proves themselves in October. Actually, since this is your first time on the show, we didn't have your preseason. PJ messed up there. Just kidding. Uh, you got to give us your uh, you got to give us your World Series pick. Oh, geez, putting me on the spot. I know. Right, I'm sorry. Going... It's show rule. I just I just invented it though. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Twins, uh, twins and Braves. Twins and Braves. All right. And um, twins win. Twins win? Wow. All right. No, no, really, no pressure, but I, I'm going to bet this. I, they are uh, 35 to 1. So if you bet $1, you win 35. 100 wins you 3,500 if you're, if you're confident. Wow. Yeah, All right. I, you know, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't <laughs> mind that pick. Um, you know, the twins have a habit of, you know, not really making it happen in October, so we'll see. You know, come October, you can call me again, and I'll be like, "Ooh, I made that pick." What? You know, but um, you know, I, I do, I do like what what the Twins have cooking. Just with, I mean, you had two phenomenal baseball players, and Pablo Lopez and Byron Buxton, and and you like that. And of course, you need nine guys in the lineup, but uh, I like their lineup overall. There you go. Andy Koska, if the Twins don't win the World Series, you call him a liar, and we will bring him on the show and ridicule him forever. I'm just kidding. We won't do that, Andy. Great having you on. Thanks for joining us. Of course, of course. Thanks, guys. Twins. You going to bet it? 35 to 1? No.
No, uh, not no, brave enough. You know what? No, I mean I do like that price for the twins. That's a really good price. Thirty-five to one. Was not expecting that. Yeah, twins. Twins. Not expecting that, but Pablo it's Lopez. Beauty of baseball. Yeah, I don't hate that at all, actually. And I mean the AL Central, very easily to win, mm-hmm. easy, easy to win division. I, I'm not a believer in Cleveland, not at that price. I, I, I mean, last year they were plus four hundred, I believe. Actually, man, plus eight hundred. I think they were plus 400 mid-season, and they were a game back. And then I don't know what the price was after that. But uh, plus 120. The Twins are plus 220 just to win the AL Central. I do like that bet. I mean, that's the same price as the Sox. The Sox are plus 240. They got absolutely destroyed again today mm-hmm. by the Giants. I like the Twins pitching better. So plus 220 to win the AL Central, I would play that. 35-1 to 1 to win the World Series, not a bad price. 18-1. to 1. Maybe a free bet, so there's less risk. Yeah, free bet.